Greetings and salutations, Internet, and welcome to another episode of Who's Your Brother? I'm the older of the two brothers. My name's Christian. Back again, once again, hitting you with hard and fast news. It is me, the younger of the two brothers, Evan Shutley. So glad, so glad to be here. So happy Evan to be here. Shutley! Woo! Evan's in the halls! Yeah! <laughs> the, cr- <laughs> the crowd goes lukewarm. <sighs> That's more than I'm used to. I'll take it. Hell yeah. Who doesn't love a nice lukewarm response? A nice, a nice round of applause. You might get a single woo in there, and it's like, ah, oh, yeah. Whoever wooed, you're my favorite. Right, yeah. To the woo motherfucker, I love you too, random citizen. <laughs> Thank you for quoting that. Yes. Oh, uh, God, damn. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know I've got the quotes. I, I'm bringing out the quotes. For, from the older stuff, though. I'm a, I'm, I'm a bit on the old side. I like oh, the, the old side? That's from Megamind. That's not even that old. Well, yeah, but like, how old is it now? That's got to be like 10 years old now, right? At least. Yeah, here we go to Google. Yeah, yeah, don't. If I'm, I'm going to say this and be sad. I'm about to be really sad. No, it's tw- it's 13. It's 2010. Bam! Bam! See? You see? That movie existed before before any of our nieces and nephews did. Oh, my God. That's... Oh, my God. That bums me out a little bit. <laughs> hey, man, that's actually good for them. They've never known a world without Megamind. You know what? That actually is very true. That's very true. God, right? what, what, a, what a terrible place it was before that movie existed. Right, yeah. Nothing but darkness. I mean, you know, you know, after after 9-11, like, we needed something to pick us up. And it, it was it was hard there for the first nine years until, until fucking Will Ferrell voiced a blue supervillain who had an existential crisis and became sort of a hero. Also, there was uh, Brad Pitt and Anna Ferris. It was Anna Ferris, right? She was the voice of the chick. Oh no, that was Tina Fey. It was Tina Fey. Oh, oh, my my apologies to Miss Tina Fey, but Tina for Brad Pitt and Tina Fey and um, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill was there, yeah. Oh yeah, Jonah Hill. Have you heard about Jonah Hill? (laughs) Oh, what's there to hear about Jonah Hill now? Oh, uh, apparently he was like he sent some. Well, okay, so his ex girlfriend or his girlfriend, I don't know, some chick who at one point dated him, who might still be, but I think it's his ex. She's a surfer and she was an influencer on Instagram. And he sent out, like, she posted some screenshots of some text messages from him where he's telling her not to post pictures on Instagram of her in a bikini because he's, you know, worried other people might see her. And, like, you know, he she needs to respect his boundaries and stuff. And so people were like, wow, yeah, that dude's, you know, like, toxic and trying to control her. And that's not what boundaries are. Boundaries are, like, lines people, like, cross for you, you know, like, about you. Like, that's like trying to control somebody, you know. That'd be like if, if somebody was like trying to make you get naked and post on Instagram. You're like, that doesn't make me comfortable. You know, please don't, you know, please respect my boundaries. But he's like, I, I want you to not post sexy pictures on Instagram. You know, sexy surfer lady whose job is to post pictures on Instagram. Uh, well, look, you play a douchebag in enough things. Eventually it's just going to bleed into you. Okay. You see, here's the thing I think. I think it's actually the other way around. Really? Yeah, no, I think these motherfuckers are just douchey in real life, naturally, and then it just shows through in who they are. Because I saw a Q&A one time with um, Nicholas Brendan, who played Xander Harris on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Very yeah. very problematic character, like, upon rewatching, it's like, oh, man, Xander kind of sucks. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, no, misogynistic controlling himself but like i mean he's got like a few redeeming qualities but yeah a lot of times he come he's like talking righteous anger and it's like bro like you need to you need to lay off this one you've got like no right to be saying any of this nonsense but either way that's beside the point so uh the q a though he's talking about like somebody was asking about acting and he was basically just like you know just be yourself you know that's the easiest thing to be and then if they like you know who you are they'll just put that in the show and I was like, uh, see, do you remember me always talking in like these things too about how like nobody's really an actor anymore. They just show up and they are themselves in a movie. You know, Michael Sarah is just Michael Sarah in the fucking movie. Jonah Hill, for the most part, he did a few act. He he acted a few times, but for the most part, he just showed up and he was Jonah Hill. Or Seth Rogen shows up and he's Seth Rogen. You know, and there are some actors. Gary Oldman's still out there fucking acting his pants off. Oh, Gary Oldman's still fantastic. Goddamn, I'll, I'll hear no slander of that man in this house. Right, absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure I could find something where... Oh, yeah, no. Gary Oldman played a little person in a movie, like, walking around on his knees. And that one was within the past, like, 10, 15 years. Like, it was it was too recent to be done. Like, oh, they should have got a little person for that, you know? 
there are there are plenty of actors who are little people. Like they could have found somebody, but they're like, nah, just have Gary Oldman shuffle around on his knees for this fucking movie. Like so, that's that's my uh, that's my slander for Gary Oldman. I'll, I'll, I got it, man. I I've got slander for everybody. <laughs> You know what? Fair enough. You, you had the ammunition and you, and you fired it away, so... Pow! Yeah, so I'm sorry, man. I'm always bringing the shade and I've got the disses. I don't mean to be this down on everybody, you know, because, like, I'm no... I, I'm, I'm no, like, you know, shining star either. I'm, I'm a total piece of shit. I've got ten shirts that say bad guy on it, you know, because that's, that's how I see myself. Like, oh, yeah, no, I'm kind of a bad guy. I do the bad guy things, you know? But I feel like that's what uh, allows me to also recognize it in other people, you know? It's the, 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 the namaste for bad people. The, the evil in me recognizes recognizes the evil in you oh so yeah 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 you're having a real wreck it ralph moment here you know, the <laughs> i'm bad <laughs> oh our first shirts that's what they say on the back of them they have the whole bad guy creed on it oh my god shit yeah man i'm bad and that's good i'll never be good and that's not bad because there's no one i'd rather be than me yeah Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But either way, so yeah, no, I've got judgments and everything for people because they're like me. They're bad. Some some of them are worse, and some of them aren't. Like that's the thing. Like I've done worse shit than like sending controlling text messages. I feel like some of the things I've done, I'm like, oh man, that's, that's some shitty shit. When I was like a twenty year old drunk, like I was problematic as fuck. So, but I'm twenty years re- I'm twenty years removed from that guy, and I like to think that I've grown as a person. But I also still remember to try to own my bullshit as much as I can, you know, like, eh, I've, I've never been perfect. So, like, but I've got the shade. <laughs> so sometimes I, I'd be passing the judgments. <laughs> but we still got the shade here. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know. Maybe it's a matter of being like, oh, you always kind of need to bring everybody down a peg. You know, nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect type shit. <laughs> but still, we, we, we all do need to, like. The people had to call me out on me being problematic. Like, yo, man, you were fucking everything up. It's like, you're right. And I, I had to realize it, too. So, like, I don't know. I, I feel like that, that's part of the process. And uh, there are superstars on display. So, sorry, all your life exists under a microscope. <laughs> sorry, not yeah, sorry. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, like I like I feel like that is the big thing too with a lot of celebrities, and I think that's my my big thing with at least like celebrity worship is just like I don't know, dude. They are still a human at the end of the day, you know, but they are just held to a much higher standard because of the position that they have put themselves in. I'm not gonna sit here and you know like, you know, this isn't like something of you know like somebody else's creation. Mm-hmm. So yeah um i've I've heard i've heard celebrities american celebrities referred to as kind of like american royalty and like that kind of makes sense to me you know it's like just a fascination and whatnot and it has to do with you know like them being put on screens and they're thousands of feet tall and they get paid so much and they live these extravagant lifestyles but yeah so that they have a whole larger than life personality you know and i don't know yeah I, i can see but so it's of course easier to put them under scrutiny and whatnot absolutely absolutely But anyway, so yeah, so back to the point, though. Uh, So I think that Jonah Hill was probably already kind of douchey. I already just kind of had that sense, you know? Like, even when they, like, especially, I I feel like, when they did that shit in, um, what was it? This is the End? Was that what it was called? I think? The the Apocalypse one, with... uh, with, where he was in it, where all the stars played themselves. And he was kind yeah, of... Yeah, he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was kind of a douche in that. And, like, I was like, I bet it's because he's kind of a douche in real life. And... <laughs> Surprise, surprise, kind of a douche in real life. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I... But existing on that level, man, will fuck up your brain, you know? Oh, like, absolutely, it will. Having, having that much power and money and influence, like, they've done studies, you know? It, it changes how your brain works because you just see life as starting to work differently and then the rest of, like, real life gets far, far away from it. Like, sometimes I think about, like, being a kid, and I'm like, you know what? I only have a vague recollection of what it's like to be a teenager. It's been so fucking long. Like, I remember being angsty and fucking horny all the time. <laughs> being and, and just hating my dad for almost what seemed like no reason sometimes. Sometimes there was definitely a reason, but sometimes it was just like, you know what? I'm just, just fuck dad. He sucks. <laughs> bad. I hate him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean... But yeah, so anyway, so that's the same, similar theory with being a celebrity, though. You know, you, you get far enough away from reality and you kind of forget what it's like. Now, honestly, that makes sense. Um, 
But you know what? All of our stars of the silver screen, I think, honestly, there's st there's still room, you know, for 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 a star to shine every now and then. Mm -hmm. Just like in the upcoming feature film, Saw X. Let's Saw X. Yes. Let's dive in. Let's let's jump. Here, here we go. You know what? We're putting on the virtual reality helmet. We're sliding the visor down. Let's 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 dive deep. Let's go. Here we go into the matrix. Let's get in there. In there like motherfucking swimwear. So we are here. We have made it to ten. 10 fucking installments of Saw. 10 installments of Saw. Hell fucking yeah. Hell fucking yeah. And they're returning to the original Jigsaw because for the ninth movie, they made a detour and it was just like uh, kind of a Saw-inspired story. Like it took place in the Saw universe, but it, like they tried to do something different, but it was terrible. Oh my God, that last one's so fucking bad. But man, I'm excited for Saw X because we're bringing back Jigsaw and uh, the puppet was there, you know, and fucking the, they got the, the promo picture where somebody's got like some tubes on their eyes and they crisscross. So it makes an X because it's Saw X because X is such a cool fucking letter. And I don't know if you guys know this, but in the Roman numerals, X is 10. <laughs> so, okay, so we, we need to talk. So Saw has joined a, a prestigious, a, a lustrous a, line. A pantheon, if you will. Of, of of films that has reached the X. And I need I need you to know, every time I'm doing the X, I'm doing like the arm cross tap kind of thing. The X. So we have Saw X, and it has joined now the league of um, of films, which includes Fast and Furious, which made it all the way to X, and, uh, and Friday the 13th, which made it to Jason X. Hell yeah, it did. It has joined the X Club, the X Men, if you will. <laughs> oh goddamn! Oh, that one's. <laughs> yep. It's it not is. every day a movie can get an X. Okay, you've got to be a really cool fucking movie to get an X, like Jason X. You know, that's Jason in space, and it's extreme, so it's got an X. And, of course, Fast and Furious with their cars going really fast. They're extreme, so they get an X. And Saw with its fucking violence. So extreme, it gets an it X. It gets the X. It gets an X. Oh, Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell fucking yeah, bro. I am excited. That that's the thing. I am so addicted to these fucking movies, and they have, uh, they have, I have watched like all of them within the past year. All, all nine of them because I found them for free on like Tubi or something that I could watch uh, on my phone while I was at work. So I was like, oh fuck, I'm gonna watch the entire series of Saw, and I did. Yeah, but they only had they only had the first seven, which is which to me is the prime series because those first seven came out seven years in a fucking row. Like every, consecutively, consecutively, it was beautiful. It was the most amazing fucking thing ever. They literally had a tagline. They threw, they came out in every October, and by the third one, their tagline was, "If it's Halloween, it must be Saw," because they knew, they knew what they were doing. Like, yo, man, we're here. It's Halloween. We we spent three months putting this fucking movie together. Here it is. Oh God, it has. Slap job. Here we go. Right, yeah, that plot is so fucking thin, but look at these traps. Look at the way we murder these fucking people. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I don't need a fucking plot. Just give me... But the last one, the last one, the plot was so fucking bad, it actually took me out of the fucking movie because I felt like they were trying to have a plot and the, the traps were just kind of... Uh, well, because the last the last one was like what Jigsaw, right? Wasn't that like the last? No, one no. The last one, out? the last one was Spiral. Jigsaw was before that. Jigsaw is part eight. Oh my god! I didn't realize there was a. I didn't. I didn't realize that like Jigsaw was eight. I thought Jigsaw was nine. No, no. There's Spiral. And do you know who's in Spiral? Who is in Spiral? It stars fucking Chris Rock and features Samuel L. Jackson. What? But it. What? Yeah, it's called Spiral from the Book of Saw. That's what it's called because the, the, the killer isn't Jigsaw. Like this one's, you know, because Jigsaw dies in the third movie, like in Saw 3. He dies. He's been dead for like seven movies when this X comes out. It is a flashback with him in it. But um, so 
Yeah, I'll, I'll get to the plot. Like, I've heard the plot, too, so we'll talk about it. But um, either way, so he's been dead since the third movie. And then, like, after that, they, like, had, like, a, he had partners and who was carrying it on and this, that, and the other. And it was a whole fucking big plot and whatnot. And, you know, it was interesting. They did with it what they could. They just, they kept it moving. You know, they kept putting out fucking Saw fucking movies. <laughs> but the machine never stops. Well, it did. Like, after seven, they were like, okay. Maybe we should stop. You know, we made seven of these. And I felt like they ended on a really good place, too. They brought it back to the first movie and everything. It was wonderful. Ah, I, lo- I love those seven fucking movies, no matter how bad that fucking plot is, because they, they keep an aesthetic, and they just fucking do it. Like, I think um, I think the, the fifth one, the twist, because they always have a twist at the end, too. The twist at the end of the fifth one is bad. Like, it sucks. Like, ah, you didn't try this one. But, like, the rest of them, you usually have a lot of fun with it. But, man. Uh, so, okay. So, they ended with seven. And then, yeah, a few years after that, they had Jigsaw. And it was like, you know, like, okay, we're, we're kind of doing something different here. And it was supposed to be like, oh, there was supposedly a Jigsaw trap that was never found. And blah, blah, blah. This, that, and the other. And they did... Some big twist on that one too that you know I won't I won't spoil for anybody who hasn't seen it even though it came out fucking two movies ago at this fucking point. <laughs> but yeah, it it, it was kind of like lackluster. I was like, yeah, it wasn't that great. It had um Supergirl from Smallville I think was in it and that was nice. I always I always like when I see people from like shows that I watch like oh I'm glad you're getting work in Jigsaw but you you know you're still there's it's work. Yeah, uh, Rita Rita from Dexter got work in I think. Maybe it was the fifth Saw movie. <laughs> yeah, no, there, there have been there have been some famous people in some Saw movies, man. Like I said, motherfucking Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson in that fucking last one. But oh god, okay, I, so I just Spiral quick, is bad. I up, yes, as I looked up Spiral, I need all the people at home to know. For those of you who don't know, who are a blunt psychopath like my brother, um, <laughs> Chris Rock is the lead of this movie. Yeah, he's like the main character he's not this isn't like no, a he's, cameo or he's a sign no the star samuel l jackson has a supporting role in that movie and it's it's a decent supporting role you know he's in a few scenes but yeah no nah, man like chris rock is the is the main character he's a detective in this movie yep tracking down who, who's who's killing these people yeah no it it's a mess hey what's you've got it pulled up what's the rotten tomato score uh, would you like to, would you like to first guess for Spiral, this is for Spiral, from the Book of Saw, what do you, like, what do you think, that we're, here we go, we're playing our favorite game show, what, what is the Rotten Tomato score of this movie, what do you think? 23%. Undershot it, it is 37. No shit, damn, damn. Tomatoes. Damn, damn, it's beating Karate Kid Part 3. That's not hard, though. <laughs> it isn't. But, like, that's one of the low bars that I hold. Because, like, I'm pretty sure, what was that, 19%? And it was, as I always say, it was a very generous 19%. That's a generous 19 All right, you know, before we continue on with your rants, uh, let's go to Jigsaw, which you also say, not great. Not what great. do you think its Rotten Tomato score is? 40%. Lower is 32. Ah. It's a little bit than Spiral. Uh, I'm telling you, the only reason Spiral's getting high marks is because fucking Chris Rock and Sam Jackson are in it. <laughs> I mean, we can't give it that low of marks. It's got Samuel Jackson. He right? was Mace Windu. Mace Windu. And, and oh, oof. Oh, he was, um, ah, God, I'm fucking blanking on it now. Nick Fury. <laughs> oh, man, I saw, did you watch Secret Invasion at all? I did not, know. Not great, not great. I, I, I've heard it's getting pretty pretty low marks in terms of just general reviews. Yeah, no, was not, was not, a, was not a huge fucking fan. <laughs> oh, which is a shame. The comics are wildly popular. Everyone loves Secret Invasion comics. Yeah, That's no, cool. that was a great fucking story. It's one of my fucking favorites, man. They fucking undersold it and did it dirty. So fucking bad. <laughs> But you know, Oof. but you know what I don't expect to do me dirty? Hmm. Saw X. <laughs> Saw X. Saw X is going to give you Christian Shutley everything you could ever want. It is going to give me life. It is giving me purpose right now. Oh, oh my God! Have you, have you seen how motherfuckers, of course, did the Barbenheimer uh, portmanteau? It was a whole big yes, thing. of course. Have you? So Saw X comes out the same week as the Paw Patrol movie. So I've seen a few people doing Saw Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go see Paw Patrol, then take the kids to see Saw. 
you want to see people dismember themselves to stay alive, kids? You're about to. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so the plot for this one too, because like I said, Jigsaw, the actual Jigsaw, Tobin, Tobin Bell is coming back for this movie, and he's been dead since part three. Although, like I said, in the first seven, oh, actually, yeah, in, in the first eight, they would do flashbacks, you know, with him in them still, you know, even after yes. he was dead. Because that, that's a big core part to Saw. I don't know if any... For people who are not obsessive like with the Saw movies like I am, flashbacks are a big part of the whole thing. You know, the, the story's always moving from uh, the present to the past, you know. To always keep you guessing. Oh, what's actually happening? Did you see the clues when you watched this flashback, you know? Oh, did you listen to what this person said? They were actually giving away the whole game. It, it, it's part of the fun! It's part of... It's all... Oh, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> Again, good people at home, you need to know that my brother is a psychopath. I love him dearly so, so much, but he's out of his fucking mind. Oh, yeah, 100 fucking percent. So excited for this. So anyway, so the plot, the other plot of uh, Saw movies, the whole reason the shit was happening was because Jigsaw, like you find out in the first one, he's a cancer patient. And, you know, he's dying. And the reason he fucking, like, does all these shit to people is because he, he feels like they don't appreciate the life that they have, you know? That was always the message in the little fucking recordings. Like, oh, you know, you did this, but do you really appreciate You've got this whole fucking life. That was his whole thing. He's got cancer. He's mad. So he's testing people to see if they really want to fucking live, you know? Uh, so uh, in this movie, though, it's a flashback to apparently, like, right after he found out he had cancer, he went to Mexico uh, for some super special treatment. And they said they removed his tumor, but they lied. They just uh, had uh, faked it, and he still had fucking cancer and was, of course, going to die. So he went on his jigsaw revenge. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, it looks a little different, uh, though, because, like, a lot, uh, I don't know, a lot of people are in the same room. I don't know, it's, it's interesting how it kind of looks, you know. It's, it's similar, but they, they have a different setup this time. Because a lot of times the people are like, play the games, you know, they have, like, a recording to get them started or whatever, but he, like, seems to be having a more hands-on approach to this one. Like, he's there, uh, like, instructing them, like, as they go, so... We'll see how it goes, but uh, I am excited. Uh, I can't wait to see people hack off their own hands or pour acid onto their eyes. I'm sure that's what's happening with the freaking person with the tube on their eyes. Like, oh, you know, your eyes have caused you to, you know, lead people astray, blah, 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 this, that, and the other, so will you burn them out to stay alive? You know, good classic Saw stuff. Yeah, you know, the classics. Saw X. Saw X. Right, joining the pantheon of the Fast and the Jason with the X. Fast and the Jason, the crossover nobody knew we wanted. Right? God, that would be amazing. Can you imagine Jason in a fast car just like swinging at people with his machete? I'm pretty sure that, I'm actually pretty sure that's Mad Max. That's Mad Max 2. <laughs> that's Mad Max 2. That's Mad Max 2. Straight the fuck up. The, the fucking villain, Lord Humongous, is wearing a fucking hockey mask. So I have literally just recreated Mad Max 2. <laughs> You perfectly recreated it. Right, that, that's what Mad Max 2 is. Jason, the Fast and the Jason. Jason. <laughs> Damn it. Oh. Damn it. That's uh, phenomenal. It's a dumb show. It's a dumb show. Oh, Mad, Mad Max is amazing. I hope that gets I hope that gets to X. Oh my god. Oh, they've got the, the Furiosa movie they're working on. I'm interested to see that's that. True. That is true. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, that that does seem really good. Right. Very excited. And that would be the fifth entry into the Mad Max universe. So I only need five more. <laughs> only five. Right. I, I'm I'm willing to wait for those five movies so that we can get Max X. <laughs> you know what? I will say, uh, Saw could produce a, a a low budget film every year. I don't see any reason why Mad Max can't just crank one out. I don't know, man. Sometimes those movies had a fucking budget, you know, because. But they spent all their budget not, like, on writing or anything. You, you just hire, like, some dickhead off the street. Like, hey, get people into traps. <laughs> and put a twist and put a twist at the end. And dude was just like, okay. I'm probably, dis I'm probably dissing some people, though. If I went back and looked at who wrote so, I'd probably be like, oh, yeah, no, actually, that motherfucker is really talented. They also wrote this, this, and this. But I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that right now. Maybe I'll do that for next week. Well, or I'm next episode. I feel like even if you were like, you know, a super high-end writer, no shade, but I feel like with Saw, you could kind of phone it in. That feels like a turn-off-your-brain project of just like, I don't know, get some people in traps, here's some creative ways to kill people, and right. uh, 
Call it a wrap. All good. See, that's how I feel about um, uh, Spiral. <laughs> you know, it's like they tried too hard on the story. They're like, we're going to have this story and it'll be real important. It's like, nah, man, that that's not what this is about. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's not the move here. <laughs> oh, you trying. Uh, you, you're trying your best, but I'm going to tell you it's unnecessary, actually. Right. Yeah. Not the time, not the fucking place. You go, you go. I understand Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson are here, and you think you need to like put forth the rights, but like, no, you're trying too hard. You're trying to put too much story in, and it's, it's, it's not working, Chief. <laughs> you know, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna put uh, Jigsaw in with some people who faked cutting out a tumor, and we're gonna have him torture him. Like, oh, brilliant, brilliant, love it. Give it money. Saw X. Oh, uh, yeah. It's goddamn. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> fuck yeah, man! I I am excited, and the actor though, I I love him. I think he was like a great pick for the character, you know. Uh, as I believe him as creepy, psychotic old man. Oh sure, absolutely. Yeah. I, I look at that man's face. Like, I'm looking at his like IMDb right now. Like he looks haunted, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, he he looks like he looks like he has already seen like a lifetime of horrors. He ha- he does, man. Like he does have like a faraway gaze that says, "I have seen too fucking much." <laughs> so like it really works because like his whole character is like mostly disconnected you know like I have cancer I'm dying and you don't appreciate the life you have <laughs> and I'm like that's I mean look Mr. Jigsaw it's super cool that you're trying to teach me this important lesson but you have tubes strapped to my eyes I, I, I don't know what lesson I'm supposed to be learning here man to appreciate your life Sure, sure, man. I would appreciate it a lot more if I didn't have tubes in my eyes. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying the tubes on the eyes, it's kind of a bummer, all right? Yeah, that's that's re- all I'm saying. I'm just throwing it out there. Really making me not appreciate life now. <laughs> if you want to survive, all you have to do is cut off your nipples. What? what? Why is this happening? <laughs> I, I bumped into you on the street on accident. I, I really don't. You just you just have to fill up that, that bucket there with parts of your leg and I'll let you live. What? Right. Fuck it. Yeah. Some of the reasons people ended up in fucking traps, too, is like really stretching it. Like one lady ended up in a fucking burning alive because she was married to a piece of shit. Not even she was. She was a nice lady and she got burned alive. Like, fuck, man. Like, I don't I don't think that was necessary. One dude ended up in a fucking trap because he was a lifetime smoker. Like, that's that's the reason. Fuck, man. Like. Oh, you don't appreciate your life. You smoke too much. Like this shit's addictive. I, I think you're misunderstanding how smoking works. <laughs> you need to appreciate the life you have. I, I, I do. I, I smoke to unwind. Right? Yeah. I am so stressed, bro. Dude was like a janitor and shit. Like so. Yeah. Like, <laughs> let the man have his cigarettes. <laughs> No, but, you need to, dude, I, I okay, J- Jigsaw, buddy, I'm gonna be totally honest with you, I really think you need to work on, like, some people skills here, you know? Right, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Saw, Jig, can I call you Jig? You know what, I'm not gonna call you Jig. That's, that's terrible. It's not working. Right, yeah. None of this is working, actually. That's what we need to talk about. <laughs> I understand you're kind of upset, however... I feel like there are healthier ways you can go about this. Right, right. <laughs> like, what if I... What if I put a reverse bear trap on somebody's head? Oh, oh, oh okay, okay. That, that, is a, that is a thought. That's a thought. Um, we're going to put that in the maybe column. <laughs> I've already designed it. Oh, God damn it. That jeez, okay. Um, uh, that... You haven't put anybody in it, though, right? No, there's like three people in it right now. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, three people did wear it through the movie, too. It's funny that you mentioned that. Yeah. Well, there there were two there were two designs for the fucking uh, the reverse bear trap thing because there was the the old rusty version and then there was the refined the refined version that was like sleek and metallic. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. You. How much money do you think he spends on those traps? Like like logistically speaking. With all the traps that he's done through all, now 10 movies, how much has he sunk into those traps, do you think? Way too fucking much. Uh, They tried to explain that by saying he was some renowned architect who had designed, like, 
a shit ton of buildings for the city, I believe, and it made like a bunch of money off of it. Because like in one of the games, like uh, one of the participants was a lawyer of his, who was like who had like done all the contracts and got all the money and shit. Because John had like designed the buildings and this dude had sold them, so they had they got a bunch of money. And then John's baby got murdered, and then John got cancer. He had a whole fucked up life, man. Like, like I said, this is a whole kind of string of things. Because um, that was the thing, too. Like, every movie, you would get a flashback and be like, oh, you thought John's life was sad? Well, it was even sadder than you already thought. Like, he had cancer. Like, oh, man, that's fucked up. He also tried to commit suicide and survived after he found out he had cancer. Like, oh, man, that's fucked up. Uh, <laughs> also, he, he was in love once. And, oh, man, that, that's fucked up. Yeah, and, like, she was pregnant, and then, like, a junkie killed the baby. Like, oh, man. <laughs> John, damn! I don't know. Were you horribly cruel to puppies in a past life? I, I don't know what. I don't know how to help you here, man. Yeah, no, yeah, no. And that's the thing. They try to show him as this like real nice guy who wants to give back to the community. You know, in the flashbacks and shit. You know, we're we're helping these people out. Blah blah blah. But then of course, I really appreciate life. I I I don't know if that's correct. Actually, I'm gonna be honest with you, John. Yeah. Well, they, they even talked about that, too. In the seventh one, they show a support group for people who have survived uh, jigsaw traps. And a lot of it's like people from previous movies. It's actually kind of nice, you know. And one of the ladies is and one of the ladies is a chick who had to cut off her own arm. Like she was in a race with somebody else. Like, hey, only one of you gets to survive this. And it's a matter of who it's about a pound of flesh. It's about who gives me the most flesh. Put it on the fucking scale. So she chopped off her whole fucking arm and threw it on the fucking scale because this dude was chopping off chunks of fat and like throwing it on there and he was winning. So she was like, fuck this! And chopped off an arm and she survived and yada, yada, yada. But like she screams at the fucking thing because there's a dude talking about, you know, like we did survive and you know, we, we do need to appreciate this life we have. And she's yelling, you know, she's like, I lost my fucking arm. You know, what the fuck am I supposed to appreciate about this shit? Honestly, yeah, fair, fair. If I lost my arm to a trap built by a psychopath, I'd um, I wouldn't exactly be appreciative of that. Right. I'm, I'm I... not gonna lie. That's one of those things. Like, oh no, you appreciate life now. I, I'm still missing an arm, amigo. I don't. Right. I think. Uh, I, I I think her crime too was her and the dude were partners, and I think they sold bad loans or something. Like that, they knew people couldn't pay off, and so they'd fucking get to. You know, repossess everything, repo everything. I think I don't know. I can't really remember that one uh, right off the top of my head. There are a lot of people and a lot of reasons they're in the traps, and sometimes it's like that's not a good reason. Like when he put the Nazis in the trap, that was a good one. Like hey, yeah, no Nazis suck. Like hey, you, the worst. And like the he made this one guy. He's like hey, you love your skin so much, you're glued to this fucking car seat. Like in in sixty seconds, the car drops and you crash into this fucking wall. You've got to rip yourself off this if you. You gotta tear off this skin you fucking love so much. Like, I was like, see, and that was the seventh one. I was like, that was dope, man. That was, that was a good one. And there was also, and there was like three other Nazis like hooked up to the trap. So like one would get hit with the car. One would be, was, had a chain attached to their jaw that was linked to the bumper of the car. And one was like right in front of him. So he would kill all three of them if he, you know, didn't do the fucking thing. He had to like reach forward and press a button, I think was the whole fucking thing, but he didn't do it. Oh, and Fun fact, I don't know why this always happens, but, like, it, it was played by Chester Bennington. Okay. So, yeah, for, uh, R.I.P., uh, former lead singer of uh, Linkin Park, played the Nazi. And it's just a thing I see where a lot of musicians end up playing Nazis in shows. Like, Marilyn Manson played a Nazi on Sons of Anarchy. I think Henry Rollins played a Nazi on Oz, or maybe it was the dude from Biohazard. What the maybe, hell? Yeah, no, it's what? a... And fucking... Uh, Violent J was talking about, like, there was a time when they were, like, semi-famous, you know, and uh, he said somebody offered him, like, a role in a movie, but it was, like, as, like, a racist and shit, and he's like, I don't, don't want to play that shit, man, hell no. Nah. <laughs> I mean, on a fair enough to Violent J, I, I absolutely understand where he's coming from. Oh, Jesus Christ, man. So, Wait, yeah. that's... Oh, God. <laughs> that's it that's such a weird what a weird trend i i don't even know if i ever thought about that like i, I maybe i just don't know enough about like singers and like songwriters and their movie roles but mm. what, a, what a weird trend to follow yeah yeah it just it just seems strange to me like like am i the only one fucking seeing this is, is this actually fucking happening my brain fucking working here <laughs> 
He have to pull the, the John Goodman from uh, uh, fucking Big Lebowski. Am I the only one here who hasn't gone completely insane? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God damn. I don't know. Okay. So you're looking at the recording, like like the recording right now. I need to know, because this, this is important for our listening audience. How long have we been talking about Saw X now? Oh, probably, at le- well, we're at 35 minutes of recording, so we've probably been talking about it for at least, like, 20, 25 of those, maybe? I, I... We didn't just talk about Saw X. I talked about the entire Saw series, for what it's worth. <laughs> you know what? That is fair. You, 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 co- you covered your bases. Right, for Saw X. Hey, and you know what? <laughs> Speaking of X, da da oh, da Nice, nice transition there. Uh, the yeah. e- the Elon disc is going to be a little longer this week because holy shit, he tried to change the name of Twitter and man, was it not really going all that well? Oh, it went, it went, it went over like a constipated shit, <laughs> like a goddamn lead balloon, man. Like, whoo. So let's see. Let, let's list all of the well, the the current problems I know that happened first. Uh. Let's see. Apple won't let apps with just a single letter do it. The at X fucking um, name was taken for a while, but I'm pretty sure he got that. He also took music, if memory serves. But that's a whole other thing. The sign. The sign tried to... They tried to put up a flashing X sign uh, on their building, and it flashed into people's apartments across the fucking street. It made me think of that fucking episode of Seinfeld, honestly. (laughs) Oh man, they, but, they had to take that down because it was giving people like epileptic seizures or some shit. Three days, three days they had it up and we're like, you gotta, you can't have this, gotta fucking go. <laughs> but of course he's already, you know, like breaking all sorts of fucking laws to get this fucking done. But oh, yeah, sure. and um, the man is insisting that people call call it X instead of Twitter, which is hilarious from the guy who dead names his trans kid. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. What a fucking scumbag! Oh yeah, absolutely. And I, oh, oh, and there's the blue checkmark thing too, like which isn't related to X, even though X is something that he's always wanted to do. He wants it to be the everything app, you know. He's like, we're gonna do your banking, and also he said if you get in trouble at work for whatever you know you put on X, whatever you tweet out or zed out or whatever they're calling it now, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll pay your legal fees. Which I, for me makes me think that I should just start tweeting a bunch of shit. And then get in trouble for it and be like, hey, you said you'd pay for my legal fees. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait. So, hang on. He actually said that. He said, if you tweet something and get in trouble at work, I'll pay your legal fees. Yeah, he said that. That was, that was a recent <laughs> thing. But uh, also, the, the, the blue check thing, too, of it all. Um, uh, so, you know, the, the blue checks... Um, back in the day, it meant you were verified. Like if you were like a, a well-known person or a celebrity or brand or whatever, you could get verified. There were ways to do this to get a blue check mark so that if somebody saw a thing that said Ryan Reynolds and it had a blue check, you'd be like, that's the real Ryan Reynolds. If it said yeah. Nintendo and it had a blue check, you'd be like, that's the real Nintendo. But then Elon decided that this was elitist, even though it was just a way for people to be verified so that, when inform- that's what made the thing valuable as a news source because if something came from somebody you'd be like oh well that's definitely that person so it was but then Elon decided that that was an, an elitist way of doing it and so instead you could just buy a check mark which is still possible if you go on Twitter or if you go on X right now you can buy yourself a blue check mark well nobody you can still purchase it hold on it's st- that's still a thing yeah, you can absolutely. People are still oh, definitely. Holy shit! Oh yeah. I thought, I thought they took that down. I thought they stopped doing that. Oh no, 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 no. There are still people. If you have a blue check mark, you are paying for it. Like if you're um, a regular user, I think it's like eight bucks a month. And I think if you're like a brand, it's like a couple thousand a month or something stupid. But, oh my god. But either way, so yes, one hundred percent. People are still buying check marks. But here's the thing. Here's the fucking kicker about it, because yes. like most people like didn't want to buy it. Like a lot of like you know celebrities and people were just like, oh, I'm not, I'm not buying a blue check mark. Fuck that shit. And, you know, a lot of people, especially with the way Twitter's been fucking becoming a shit show too, and yes. uh, because you know people were a- uh, able to buy the blue check marks, and then buying the blue check marks gets you better access and better viewing like your tweets will get fucking promoted more and shit 
because that's what he values is people paying him. So uh, a lot of people, you know, decided they weren't fucking buying it. And so if people had a blue check mark, they started getting dissed for it. You know, like, oh, it started, it became like a diss. Like, oh, yeah, these blue checks over here. They became, you know, it's just code for like, oh, these are, you know, like Elon bros. They're like drinking from the fucking the, the Kool-Aid. You know, they're 100 oh, yeah, percent. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All these people who like come on and try to fucking diss you and shit. You're like. Like, yo, man, you're so obsessed with this website, you're fucking paying for it, you know? Like, and I'm here for fucking free, so fuck you. So, like, it became a whole thing, and now people get dissed for it, you know, for having the blue check. So, Twitter has uh, introduced, um, <laughs> you can hide your blue check now if you want, if you don't oh want. my God. If you want to pay for Twitter, but don't want to bear the shame of the fucking blue check mark, you can hide it now. Right. Oh my god. I I think that's amazing. It is, but I think it's bullshit. Like, no, no, you paid for that. You wear that fucking shit, you bitch. Shit with pride, you absolute buffoon. Right. Is it worth that eight fucking dollars a month? Is it fucking worth it? A month. For Twitter. Blue mark on your fucking Twitter. Yeah. No. Terrible, terrible. So yeah, like I said, it became like more of a scarlet letter. And so <laughs> Damn it. So yeah, now you can like just you can just put that in, oh I don't have a blue check. What? Huh? Like, hey man, you had one yesterday. I fucking saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I stopped paying or did you just hide it? You fucking cowards. Fuck, oh fucking... my god. <laughs> so That's so yeah. Such fucking choice. X is going well. X is good. You know what? It, it's going great. Oh my god, that's so fucking brilliant. Holy god. shit. God, what a... What, what fuck? a fucking nightmare. And I heard something recently that I thought about, and it was like, uh, you know what the thing is? You know, like, Elon hated Twitter because people were always dissing him and owning him there, and the people who liked him weren't getting promoted a lot. So he bought it just to like fuck it up and make it a place where only the people who like him get promoted. And you only see that shit now. And so like, they're like, he probably, you know, bought it. He might've bought it to like intentionally fuck it up and drive it into the ground. Like, yeah, maybe. I, I guess suppose it's possible. He's rich. He can do whatever he wants. Exactly. He spent $44 billion on it. And that now like, he's still fucking rich and shit. And he's still out there fucking everything up. And, uh, He's the fucking worst, and fuck Elon, and fuck X, and I don't know. <laughs> just one thing, if I if I may tack onto this, if I may, if I may be so bold, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Please, please, something please. I would love to add. I don't know. I don't actually have real confirmation of this, but I heard going around in like you know the news feeds and what have you that allegedly he actually challenged Mark Zuckerberg to a dick measuring contest. Yeah, yeah, I saw that like when I was double checking on news when I was uh, before I was getting on. Here, he, yeah, here it is. Um, Elon Musk promises to live stream Zuckerberg fight on Twitter if it ever happens. That was one hour ago. Uh, oh so, my god! So yeah, like he was, because I remember like they had talked about that you know a while ago. He had made some claim like, oh, we'll cage fight. And the thing is, like Elon's kind of doughy, but like Mark, like he trains with people, you know, like. I'm sure he's also a piece of shit. Like, 100% fucking Facebook causes fucking massacres and apartheids and shit, for the record. Fuck, fuck Zuckerberg, too. <sighs> but, yeah, uh, Mark Zuckerberg takes jab at Elon Musk, says he's ready today to fight uh, ex-owner. Uh, you know what? You know what? I'm, you know what? Here's the thing. I want to say, I'm in support of this. Would you like to know why? Because fucking both? I mean, sure. However, I'm in support of this because I think this should be a new industry standard. We it's it's we, we bring out Thunderdome. Two mm. enter, one leave. And we are short when we are one billionaire shorter in the world. Uh, fuck that. Fuck that. I want a King of the Ring tournament every year. Eight motherfuckers. <laughs> what else? The, eight, the eight richest people in America. You have to fight in a death match. <laughs> <laughs> It's the cage match, yes. Right. No, it's we take we take all the we take all. No, yeah, no, it's a it's an elimination style. So it's like one on one. You know, we'll we'll have you know three rounds. You know, eight, then four, and then two. 
and then one man leaves. And then we, for the other seven people, we take all their fucking money, and it gets halved. Half goes to the winner. Like, hey, man, congratulations. You get to sit out next year. You're back in the year after that, though. Unless you drop a lot of tax brackets. Right. Or dead. You can also drop dead. Also an option. Mm-hmm. It's the first Hunger Games. Oh, my God, we did it. <laughs> but in reverse, we'll make the rich fight for us. It's reverse Hunger Games. Here we, we've done it. Reverse Hunger Games. Oh, God, I love the idea. <laughs> I am into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I, I, okay, real, really quick, for, for anyone with... Uh, everything said in this podcast is the, is for the express purpose of humor. We he here at Who's Your Brother um, do not do not condone or endorse the violence against anybody. Um, I need to make that for legal reasons. We know we're, we're the, these are all jokes, people. Remember, jokes, jokes. These, that's yeah. what we're telling you. Yes, ha ha ha. These are the humor jokes because we are funny human beings. Ha ha ha, ha ha ha. <laughs> we are Hoosiers. We are from Indiana. Our blood is made of corn, and we like to make jokes. The laugh was very convincing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I, I hope I hope the humans buy it. <laughs> Holy shit! Okay. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, reverse Hunger Games, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely down for it. Or, uh, okay, what was what was the uh, dangerous game? Most dangerous game? I don't think I ever saw that one. Um, I, I thought it was. A, give me a sec. Here we go. Uh, here we go to Google. Um. Pretty sure it might have been a movie, but I think it was both because it sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, it's definitely both. Um, but basically, um, yeah, don't they take don't there. they take a homeless dude off the street and hunt him? Yeah. No, that's exactly what it is. You know, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was Ice T in the fucking movie. Oh my god, was it really? Well, you've got to look at it real quick. I I love the love the book. Hang on, here we go. Movie, movie, movie. Um, do, 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 movie, here we go. Um, this is just giving me a, this is just giving me a series. So, oh, no, oh. hang on. Let's see. Uh, William Hemsworth is in it, which is weird. Um, nah, damn, I'm not seeing Ice-T. Hmm. Huh. Uh, but regardless, yeah, no, they, it's, they, it's um, like, you know, you take poor people and you hunt for sport. Mm-hmm. I see, we do reverse uh, most dangerous game. You know, we're hunting the most dangerous game, man. Surviving the game. That was the one Ice-T was in. Sorry. Uh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And it had Rutger Hauer and Gary Busey and Charles Dutton. I'm sorry. It had Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Oh, <laughs> he, he, he was a Looney Tune in it. Yeah. I fucking love that guy. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, hunting rich people or having them fight to the death. Uh, for joke purposes, ha, 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 ha. For joke purposes, absolutely. Ha, 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 ha. Okay. But, uh, well, we've been recording for 48 minutes, and I meant to mention it up top, but my AC is not working, and it is a fucking furnace in here. So I'm going to I'm gonna cut us out. We uh, we did some talking about the Saw X and the X app. Uh, I just need to dan- uh, diss Nancy, Nancy Reagan real quick. Hold on. <clears throat> I have that somewhere. Uh, it's, it's about how cheap she was. God, it's so hot. <laughs> I, I think my brother is dying of heat stroke so we'll go ahead and uh, you know wrap, wrap this as soon as possible folks yeah I just I just I have to diss Nancy Reagan oh yeah no this is 17 episodes I will have you know that I have dissed both uh, Elon Musk and Nancy Reagan it's it's tradition I mean honestly I while you're looking it up I will go ahead and say I commend you for your dedication mm-hmm. and to God it's it, it is truly impressive mm-hmm. you, you you have my respect sir yeah dissing Elon's easy he's got new shit every week but finding the Nancy Reagan stuff sometimes I have to like comb through stuff like this one's kind of a small fry but it's a disc because you know fuck her so <clears throat> uh Nancy Reagan big old cheapskate fucking once billed the Republican National Co- uh, Committee for her hairdresser's airfare because she used to have her personally flown out to her. So she was a prissy-ass bitch who would charge other motherfuckers because all them rich motherfuckers are cheap as hell. So that's the Nancy <laughs> Reagan diss. It is hot. I am going to go sit in the one room that I have that has AC. Uh, so, uh, Evan, do you have any shade you want to throw before I die? Um, oh God, no, uh, no, no shade, but I, I do feel like I, I kind of want to uh, walk something back really quick. I don't know if I did this or not. However, uh, I'm going to go and walk back. I don't think Matthew McConaughey is that bad. 
you know i i shit on him a little bit earlier and like in like, like two episodes ago uh-huh. and I don't uh-huh. it back. but um not that bad know, he, it's, uh, maybe <laughs> i just don't like him maybe i just like you like him as an actor like i don't i don't think his roles are very good but maybe right. maybe, maybe, maybe it's just the, like the writing is not good for him. maybe he's just typecast a certain kind of character so no no i'm telling you he just shows up as matthew mcconaughey and that's who they put in the movie well then, you know what? It, it, he he seems like a laid back guy because he always plays a laid back guy. So exactly. he he's he's never like a shitty dude. So I'm like, and I never do yeah. anything bad. And so oh yeah, I, you, I would like to walk back some of the some of the thing I do on Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Do you know what the funny? I don't even have like a bad story about Matthew McConaughey, but I do remember the time. I think it was like TMZ or some paparazzi videotaped him in his house, and he was naked, smoking a joint, playing the bongos. So yeah, but I love that. yeah, so that's Matthew McConaughey. So like when I heard that, like, yeah, we caught him doing this. I'm like, that guy sounds cool as hell. <laughs> that sounds fucking radical. So right. with apologies to Matthew McConaughey, you sound cool as hell. Right, yeah. Okay. Well, that's a good note to end on. Oh, also, uh, do you have a music res- recommendation? We did. We've been doing that one too. So do you have a song? Um, yeah, no, actually, uh, I got a whole album I want everyone to go out and listen to because it's really, really good. Okay. And I think the band does not get enough traction. Um, it is the album uh, Nordo, N-O-R-D-O, by Air Traffic Controller. Go out, listen to that album. Really, really good stuff. Strongly recommend. Hell yeah. I will recommend the album The Great Malenko by the Insane Clown Posse because it's what the first one I listened to and what made me a juggalo. Even if you don't like uh, most of the songs, I guarantee that 90% of you will probably enjoy one called The Ned and Game... Well, actually, probably people won't enjoy it as much. It didn't age as well. I still love it, though. But, like, when I was in high school, that's the one song everybody knew. Like, oh, the game show one, because it's making fun of, like, the dating game shows. So that's what they always call it. The dating game. Because they're contestants talking to, you know, this chick asks a question. You know, like, how would you, you know, get my attention at a bar? And they're like, you know, I'd slide up to the bar and tell you that I can't believe how fucking fat you are. And after that, I tell you that I like the way you make your titty shake. And if you lost a little weight, you look like Ricky Lake. <laughs> so, you know, again, uh, probably didn't age as well. Uh, the misogyny is probably not as funny to people as it is to me. I get it. That's pretty not, terrible, but not, not kosher. But hey, man, again, as, as Evan has stated, I'm a psychopath. But either way, uh, most people enjoy that song. So, hey, maybe you will at least get the humor out of it. Or maybe you'll be like, holy God, this song hates women. Either way. <laughs> That's still my recommendation, because this is the 17th episode of Who's Your Brother, and 17 is actually the Juggalo number, so whoop, whoop. And, uh, yeah, on that note, uh, until next time, keep bringing the chaos and support the unions, whoop, whoop, and X. <laughs> you can't do crimes. <laughs> <laughs>